Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Becca, pronouns she, her, hers. And I'm Josie, pronouns they, them, theirs. And, and we're, we're your judges. judges. And it's by the cover, a podcast. No way. A this good is a podcast. podcast. Yeah. I just, listen, I thought we were moving into virtual world. <laughs> yes. Um, v, some VW uh, now. Uh, but no, it's a podcast. It's a deep dive into Amazon book review culture. Uh, and this week we have uh, a very special guest. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we uh, were contacted by Ian Ellis, uh, who is a author and musician. Uh, he is the drummer for Dead Horse Creek. Um, and I'm now just second guessing myself if I said I band name right. I think you did so many things right Okay, there. awesome. Um, but Ian uh, approached us about a book that he has written, and so we have him on the line. Hey, Ian. Hey, how's it going? It's going so good. We're, we're right here. It's <laughs> in this time and moment. Do you want to tell us some, <laughs> some about the, about the book? And, um, usually when we, when we start these, just, you know, introducing you to how we run our kind of thing. Um, we, we talk about the summary. And so like, if you would just like to lay the groundwork for the book, which I don't think we've said. The oh title yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm going to do it very officially because here on the Amazon page, it's not just Ian Ellis. It is by wow. Ian Gregory Ellis mm. and it is the yep, ballad yeah. of Wolf Burton. Uh, so yeah, Ian, tell us, uh, maybe just a quick rundown. What is the book about? Um, so, yeah, The Ballad of Wolf Burton, it's based on the concept album by Dead Horse Creek, 1876, The Ballad of Wolf Burton. Okay. That's an uh, amazing plot twist Yeah, well, what, it's like a crossover, like an Easter egg, I think, if you look for it. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. So, what happened was, uh, we wrote this album, and we told this whole story about these outlaws and this outlaw gang uh, kind of rampaging across Texas. Uh, and so I wanted to take that story and really flesh it out because we play these characters on stage uh, and 
you know, everybody sings uh, and like vocals, some of the lyrics, they're kind of almost like lines of dialogue. Uh, it's very performative, I guess you could say. Uh, and so the book was a good way to like flesh all of these characters out and this whole world we're kind of building this like historical alternate alternate history historical fiction world we're building of you know the 1800s texas like we're creating this world for people to kind of come and join us in and play with us in and i wanted to really flesh that out for our fans and for new fans so the book was a way to take all these characters and really tell this story in full detail and so i took you know I took the 13 songs worth of lyrics that my friend Glenn Hargis wrote, and I turned them into 37 chapters of a novel. I love that. That's so cool. That makes me think of, like, the Black Parade um, with Gerard Way and kind of all that stuff, and, like, Steam Powered Giraffe as well is, like, another uh, uh, group that's, like, really heavy into kind of that that character and, and world building. Um, so I, I love that. I think that's such a, a cool way of, uh, like you said, like, engaging with your audience and inviting them even deeper into the world that, that uh, y'all have created for them. That's really cool. I mean, you know... Uh... To quote Griffin McElroy, play with me. <laughs> play, you know with I mean? me. play with oh me. Oh my gosh, do we ever? <laughs> we, Sorry, uh... I, saw, I went to your webpage and I saw your, uh, I was listening to your Notice Me McElroy Senpai episode. <laughs> oh no. And oh, I'm, sitting in my, I'm sitting in my office and I look over at my signed McElroy poster and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. like, we appreciate that our our gross standing of the McElroys was not a turn off. Yes, the amount the amount of like kind of just fanning over here it's it's immense. Uh, awesome. So would you suggest? <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so would you suggest that people like read part of the book and then listen to the songs? Like you know, like when you're when you when we all started watching Game of Thrones initially, I don't know if everyone did this, but like I would read a chapter and then watch an episode. No, that sort of no, thing. No, that's weird what you did. Oh man, there's so many things you just touched on that I have to cover now. <laughs> uh first of all, yeah, we have like a machete order, I guess you could say, if you want to get nerdy with it. Like you need to listen to the album read the book and then listen to the album again very <laughs> cool because the album will get you into the world and it'll introduce you to all the characters and everything and then you'll read the book and suddenly you'll see this full story 100 percent fleshed out and you'll get all these perspectives and characters that you've heard about in all these songs and and you know all the events that happen in the book because you've heard all the songs but now you get to see like how and why they got there and what's happening and kind of what led to everything that happened to create those moments that we thought were worthy of writing songs about. So it was a great way, like, that's a, it's just a fun way to do all that and kind of drop in all those Easter eggs, uh, you know, for, for people. Uh, but yeah, so when you read the book and then you listen to the album afterwards, your second listen through, or, you know, you can listen to it however many times you want, but when you listen to it after you've read the book, suddenly all of those songs have so much more meaning because you know you know all of the references that the lyrics are making. The music itself is uh, that's a big part of the storytelling tool we use 
in the band is we use the music to help tell the story, whether it's softer, more aggressive. We use Western different sound effects and samples. Like that's a big part of telling the story. So you kind of get this multi-dimensional view of the whole story when you listen to the album afterward. Uh, it gives it adds a lot to it. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. That's definitely the order uh, I suggest <laughs> personally. And one one unit time, listen through, read the book devotedly, and then one unit time, read the, <laughs> listen to the album, repeat, just like yeah. wash cycle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah well, uh, you know, do it because every time, every time you read the book after listening to the album you'll notice more stuff and it'll have more meaning. And every time you listen to the album after reading the book, all the songs, you'll notice more stuff and have more meaning. I mean, a perfect example would be, well, actually, let me back up. Because you mentioned Game of Thrones. And I just want to say, uh, I don't know if you guys have peeked into the book at all or not, but uh, one of my big influences for writing this book was George R. R. Martin. And because I liked the multi-perspective style of writing he did. And I really okay. wanted to try that. This book is my fourth book I've written. So I I really wanted to try multi-perspective. And we had five, five people in the band and, you know, six, seven characters, really main characters for this story. So I wrote the book from five different perspectives, which is why there's so many chapters. Uh, and so, like, a big Easter egg is that uh, this kind of our band leader, singer, Glenn Hargis, who wrote most of the lyrics for all the songs, uh, he has a ballad on the album. But there's never a chapter in the book. Uh, he doesn't have a perspective in the book, so you never get a chapter from his perspective. So mm. there's not a chapter for that song on the album. <laughs> which is it's uh, which is really is really fun. So if you read the book and you notice like there's no reference to that song in the book, it's because that song is from his perspective, and you don't get his perspective in the book. So there's all kinds of like it's so weirdly <laughs> tied together and interwoven, and there's just dozens and dozens upon dozens of Easter eggs in there. I mean, that's all I wanted it to be was a treasure trove for our fans. That's great. That's right. Great. Um, speaking of this treasure trove, um, if we can just maybe peek inside it a little bit and uh, hear from you, um, just a quick summary of the book so we know kind of what's been going on uh, around this, what led you to writing it, um, what what is the story, who are these characters, who are we following? Tell us a bit about that. Hey, guys, I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry to break in here, Ian, but I know Glenn and he's crazy as hell. So I completely understand the perspective of not having his, not having his story, not not giving him a, a yeah. chapter. Sorry, guys, I don't, I don't mean to, but yeah. Oh Glenn, my, Glenn's, no, no. Glenn's nuts. <laughs> yes, uh, that's very true. No, uh, that's a big part of it. That's funny. Thank you for pointing <laughs> that. Um, that's hilarious. You're not yes, a roast podcast, true. Mike. That's not what we're here for. We roast only the reviewers, no one else. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, back to my excellent yeah, journalistic sorry, question yes, I, before Mike so rudely I interrupted. Realize, no, I've been, I've just been dodging that question this whole time. Yes, sorry. 
so the story follows the titular character, <laughs> the tit, uh, <laughs> Wolf Burton. <laughs> Sorry, I knew that I'd get a laugh out of you. Um, it I'm follows a child. The, the titular character, Wolf Burton. And um, basically, it's, uh, it's just a, a very brief look into the what it's like to be in life of uh, an outlaw gang uh, in the Bloody Higgins Boys. The story follows Wolf's time uh, as an outlaw with the Bloody Higgins Boys. And this takes place uh, over the course of September in the fall of 1876. And uh, the story is kind of a... It's a Western action horror thriller, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Each character perspective has kind of a very different tone because the characters are all very different uh the the story itself is uh it's really hard to not give away everything uh, but it's, it's basically just yeah it, it follows the exploits of an outlaw gang for a month and they raise hell all across texas uh it's not for the faint of heart there's lots and lots of really over-the-top violence uh, that, that I feel really weird saying that because Tarantino asked like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like to be honest, I was when I would like come up, try to come up with ideas for some of these scenes. I would play Mortal Kombat and do fatalities. (laughs) Okay, yeah. That happened, and you're like, yes, that needs to go in the book. Uh, So there was a lot of that. there's a few church burnings. I don't know if I should. There's lots and lots oh, of church oh, burnings. Oh, 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 please. I mean, it, a church is a building, you know. Very, very rated R. Um, yeah. <laughs> good Good to disclose that, yeah. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's like, the, it's just the, there's a lot of, think about kind of your, typical western tropes in a movie that's that's where we started with the album we were like oh we got to have a scene where we rob a train oh we got to have a scene in a cd saloon like we have to have songs about these things so we wrote those songs and then so when i went to write the book my job was all right how do we get from train robbery to a cd saloon yeah halfway across texas all right (laughs) like let's go it's riding time Uh, you know like that's so that's how it kind of went along so that's basically what the story is about. Wolf Burton is a very troubled character. Uh, he has what looks like uh, symptoms of like uh, DID mm-hmm. and or what they call multiple personality disorder sometimes. Uh, but it's all like more mystical. Also, the book dives in. Well, I'm not going to spoil too much. It gets a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Glenn Hargis wrote the lyrics to these songs, and we all know now that he's... (laughs) Interesting. He may have a couple screws loose. So, yeah, it gets that... There's some points in the book where it goes a little off the deep end, but, yeah, it's mostly just about finding out this mystery, uh, solving the mystery of Wolf Burton. When When you are introduced to the character, he's alone in a prison cell, uh, about to be hung and uh that and he doesn't know he doesn't remember what he did to get in there 
So, uh, come the bloody Higgins boys who just happened to be arrested the same day, and they're like, well, we're an outlaw gang. We don't hang around in jail. We're, we're going to break out of here. So they break out, and they take Wolf Burton with them, and he joins their gang, and then you get to see what happens over the next month. It gets wild. Very cool. Would your like long term goal be like a like a musical short series? Um, um, oh yes, a movie musical perhaps. Uh, man, it's so hard to. We talk about this all the time in the band. Is the the difficult part is we don't want to turn into a Six Flags show. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's fair. Yeah, that's that's definitely. So it, it, you know, there's a balance, I guess. Uh, I would say. Absolutely. So do you want to dive dive into some of those? Yeah, we are we are gonna go ahead and look at the uh, Amazon reviews uh, for the oh, Ballad of Wolf Burton. This is this is the part that I want to be so explicitly clear. This is not about you, right? Like anything these people say, they're just okay. crazy folks on Amazon. You have the floor oh. to roast the heck out of one, your reviewers. One of them is is his cousin. Anyway, um, but we'll get to those reviews <laughs> right after <Yeah>. this. <laughs> Commercial break. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, good, good. We yep. all feel good. We're ready to be back. Again. We want to be back, and we're back. Yeah. Very professional, like the radio. Um, well, here we are, and we're gonna get those reviews. So, uh, from Matt, four stars. Quentin Tarantino should make a movie of this book. Mm. So looks like looks like Becca nailed it. Uh, nailed it? Hit Did the it? nail on the head. There is the saying I'm looking for. <laughs> when your cousin self-publishes a book, you help fund it. What? <laughs> when he sends you a copy, you at least try to read it. Ouch. Oh, no. Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I can explain that one actually, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> well, no, actually, let's let's pause for a second. <laughs> explain. I, I do want to know what the explanation here is. So, I don't know if you've ever written a book before, but <laughs> oh, I'm so when you impressed. write a book and you go through a like, one of the things he's referencing helped fund it was campaign to pay to have this book professionally edited uh when you go through that process you end up with several drafts of the book when you are panicking and freaking out and trying to get your book uploaded so that it's available on thanksgiving day on amazon you accidentally upload the wrong version and all of your friends and family buy the wrong (laughs) horribly unedited version of the book the oh, great thing dear. is now there's like 50 copies that are misprints floating around the world. Oh yeah, no, the, like the I'm gonna tra- I, I have to track one of those down because that is going to be worth so much oh, money one day. Don't worry, just you know, ring me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> is it like it was it at least like mostly typos or did you like massively restructure some things? It was mostly typos. It was like one of the, I would say maybe the second to last draft. So it wasn't too bad, but it also wasn't formatted properly. So there's some weird stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you know, and like it was back before Ranger Solomon Creed was named like Solomon, like Sneed. And like, yeah, right. That's a character choice that you had to fix. Oh, oh, Ranger Sneed, I see. Can I, I'm gonna use the, hold on. <laughs> the There's some spin off opportunities Rain. there. <laughs> I like that. All right. There's gonna be, okay, this is the first of a couple of more books, at least. Uh, I'm not gonna promise anything. Perfect. So, you know, keep your eyes open for Ranger Sneed. Oh, we okay. will. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> We're holding you to this. This is, uh, <laughs> All right. I'll um I can give you like some some sample audio of the Ranger Sneed character to kind of like sample <laughs> in your songs if you need it. Um Definitely. Uh for sure. Well, uh, I will uh, we'll get you in the studio. Great. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And what's up? It's Dave Yar from Change Waco. Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets, where we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans. Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family, shout out to the streets, tune in as much as y'all can. Hey everyone, it's Josie and Becca coming at you with a normal ad for normal people. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. ResWrite is an online career service that provides both education and career counseling for college students, young professionals, and mid-career job seekers. ResWrite offers a professional resume writing service that helps individuals find employment in various industries, including finance and accounting, business, engineering, hospitality, human resources, information technology, marketing, etc. (laughs) ResWrite also offers a college essay editing service for those seeking admission into top colleges and universities. ResWrite's goal is to ensure applicants enhance their profile to successfully gain acceptance into competitive schools. Their mission is to help you introduce your personal narrative to prospective audiences in the most effective way possible. So again, go ahead and check out ResWrite.com. That's R-E-S-R-I-T-E.com for more info and use the code ResWriteRMN10. So that'll be R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M-N-1-0 for 10% off all services. Woohoo! ResWrite. It's right for your res. Yikes. 
Um, Matt continues saying, I'm so glad he did send, send a copy. I really enjoyed it. So much so that I forgot that my cousin wrote it. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that, is a, that is a powerful amount of enthrallment that you can put over someone. I mean, that's a pretty good compliment. I'll take it. Yo, absolutely. Know, but... I'm just saying it is a very good compliment because I feel like... to forget, like, this person whose name is on the cover of this book is not yeah. my, is my cousin. I, I actually, I really enjoy when I read things that, that people I know and, and enjoy as people, like, I, I'm like, oh, this is so informed by that person. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I am so aware of this. I know so much more about them, which I don't know if that's something you necessarily want on your sale based on some of the things you've told us. Well, you know, yeah, no. Uh, I think if you knew me and then you read that book, you would think I had some sort of really horrible dark secret. <laughs> That's, you should read a play Becca wrote. Um, <laughs> so much so uh, that I forgot my cousin wrote it. I'd be reading along about the anti-heroes remorsefully using peyote to say goodbye to a love interest and found myself lost in the dreams with them. Okay, was your cousin high on peyote when they were reading it? Do you recommend that I, to accompany the book? I seriously doubt that, knowing my cousin is perfectly <laughs> But I do recommend if you get to that section of the book and you can get your hands on peyote, I mean, go for it. Oh, or or, or don't. We don't condone. We don't necessarily condone. Explicitly but... the use of... Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe mm. don't. You know, uh, wink. Drugs are bad. <laughs> drugs is bad, but kids. There is this. There's this, yeah. There's a chapter. Okay, hold on. There are chapters about Chap- peyote in that book. Chapters and chapters full of peyote. This excellent. is the love letter to peyote section of the book. You okay, arrived. Actually, let me. <laughs> uh, interesting tidbit about this book. There's a, we have a song called The Spirit World, and this is what the peyote references to. That song only has one line of lyrics. It's mostly basically a five-minute instrumental. Mm. It's a song called Spirit World, and it's about peyote. What do you expect? Um, Fair. section of the book is the longest section of the book. It's like 20,000 words. <laughs> so it's really it's funny that something that has zero lyrics and is just instrumentation carries so much meaning for these characters. Yeah. It's a it's a cool it's a cool little thing about like writing a book based off an album, I guess. <laughs> Listen, if there's anything that we know about the eighteen hundreds, um, they were made significantly better by all sorts of illicit drugs. And so I don't blame these characters for just being yeah, being very impactful <laughs> for them. Yes. Uh this is Yeah, exactly. This is really well written and moves very fast. The tension ebbs and flows with with and action backed uh, with an act <laughs> The tension ebbs and flows with an action packed finale. Mm, is it is is it actually backed or did you correct to It does say backed. Um it's it supported by the action. It's, the action is is really backing the finale. Um, actually, that that might actually be. I would agree meant. with yeah, that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think that's a pretty accurate statement. I would say that the action definitely is there to support the finale. 
you know? yeah. that's good. Good, good writing. <laughs> that, that is that, well done. Uh, this is really well written. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't read it, but congratulations based on what you said. Sounds promising. Yeah, this is actually, I do want to read this now. I think I'm going to listen to the album now that I have read the backstory is how Matt ends this one. Hmm. Uh, so a little bit nice. in reverse. Um, that's not yeah. author recommended. That's not the way you're supposed no, to. You definitely engage with the album first uh, to get the ultimate Dead Horse Creek experience. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me being pretentious. Uh, and then Jonathan gave five stars. Unconventional and brilliant. Mm. Uh, looking for something outside the normal Western conventions, this take with the Bloody Higgin Boys is it. The fact that it ties in with a great album from Dead Horse Creek is so much the better. Which is just so nice. So nice of Jonathan to say that. Woo-hoo. Uh, so yeah, those uh, of, the, of the three total reviews, those are the two written ones that we have on Amazon so far. So... That just means that more people need to go on Amazon and talk about how good this book is, apparently. Yeah, I congrats. That's like a high rating for our show. Yeah, 4.7 4. <laughs> is uh, is very impressive. I mean, we're a five-star podcast, so I mean, point yeah. three below us. Yeah, but, I get it. Right. But it's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure your metrics are similar. <laughs> don't, don't, don't Please do this. don't give us a bad review. Give us a four-star review just to like, knock yeah. us off our pedestal. Josie was a dick to me. I'm going to go <laughs> screw them over now. Uh, speaking of which, do give Value us a five-star reward Indeed? as well. Oh, man. I can't wait. Sweet. I can't wait to have a character called Sneed. I can already imagine how slimy they are. Oh, oh, oh yes. Incredibly slimy. Like I... swamp creature level. <laughs> that's, that's the secret. Never going to shake hands with this person. <laughs> ever. It looks like a man we just can't shake hands with. <laughs> um, I reckon that's a man I'm not going to shake hands with. That's, I mean, like, honestly, can you imagine a more eviscerating comment? Like. Yeah, right? That's, uh, that's yes, hello, low. my name is Ranger Sneed. Pleasure. Uh, no, no, no. The hand's no good for me, bud. Could you just like take it over to the well and just like do any like? Can you get a like a priest? To that bless only that makes or it worse. <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound that far of a stretch these days. You're like a handshake, twenty. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's everyone. Everyone is slimy to me right now. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what we need to do to get people to like stay away is just kind of like start coating ourselves in slime. Um, You're all a bunch of sneed. <laughs> You're a dirty sneed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It was such a great time talking to you, and I'm I'm personally extremely jazzed for uh, both listening to the album first mm -hmm. and, and then, then reading the book. The book. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, dear listeners, uh, go check out, uh, the Bowed of Wolf Burton, uh, and also the, the album 1876, the Bowed of Wolf Burton, uh, by, uh, yeah. by, by all the good places, um, all the places that music the places is found. do 
yes. and books and places. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll I'll go ahead and do. Can I do like a quick like official plug? I guess. Yes, Absolutely. please, uh, please do. The paperback and ebook are available on Amazon. There's a hardback available on BarnesandNoble.com, and uh, if you want to follow Dead Horse Creek. Uh, Facebook.com slash DHCTX. And then uh, Instagram is the same thing, at DHCTX. And yeah, that's uh, that's us. The album's available anywhere you can listen to music. We have it like fully digital distribute. So Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, well, all that stuff. I'm not going to have to like fall through a portal to, to find it or like be chosen. By the wheel yeah, of fate, yeah, the the moonlight like rests on your on your forehead, and the the music graces <laughs> your ears. <laughs> uh, oh, and, but nah, you don't have to go through all that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you again, Ian, and uh, thanks uh, to all of our listeners. Uh, go give us a review on iTunes, and we'll we'll read that review on an episode because no one is above judgment, including us. Do um, it. Yeah, you won't. Um, uh, and then also a huge thanks to Rogue Media Network. Um, it's a good a good podcast family uh, to be a part of. Um, Mike is giving me the the okay on uh, a wonderful rating uh, on that plug there. Um, speaking of which, thank you to our producer Mike uh, for listening to us uh, talk. Um, and making my yell not sound Thank awful. Thank you to They Might Be Giants for letting us use their show for our dumb, silly podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a song called Don't Let's Start. We like it. Um, and now I think it's time, isn't it? It's time. We're going to turn to the Dark Horse devotional. Ian, I know you've, you've listened to uh, an episode perhaps, so perhaps you already know, but... Every episode, we, we turn to a book that I found in the dumpster next to my apartment. Uh, it has a hole cut Ooh, out in it. Maybe for peyote. I think probably drugs were being kept in it. Um, and uh, I have no idea how you store peyote. Do you? In a book? Just, I... just set it down. <laughs> just set it down. Um, but it's Dark Horse by Tammy okay. Hogue. It's, it's a, a book about a detective at a racetrack. We like it, not at all. But uh, there is there is one line on every page readable, and so we're gonna close out this podcast, just getting some advice, some some guidance. Um, Next from, week, please take this into Tim your Hogue. week and figure out what uh, figure out what you need to do. Here we are from page twenty nine. Heart of the showgrounds, earth moving equipment sat parked at. <laughs> Now, Myra. (laughs) This podcast is over. This is a podcast. Ian, thank you so much, man. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was really fun, Ian. That was a lot of fun. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.